Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hell is gone and heaven's here, everyone. There's nothing left for you to fear. Saturday draft lives here. I give a round of applause for the team. There we go. Yeah. We're back. Every Woo. Saturday as usual. Welcome to Saturday Draft Live. It's myself, Jack Graham. You're listening to on Suplex Retweet Extra. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, all the good stuff. Get us on Twitter, Suplex Retweet, Facebook, and the community page, the YouTube page. We've got our own website. Countless amount of hours of backlog, catalog, all that good stuff that you want to hear. But now you just want to know my panel. It's the three that's always here. It's is it the better half of the McLeod brothers? I don't know. I'll let you judge that for yourself. I talk to them every week doing my raw reports I draft live, so I can't have a bias opinion on this. It's Scott McLeod. How are we doing? I'm doing very well, Jack. Uh, I must commend you on your intro. You're keeping the the streak of quality intros going from the past few weeks. It's it's cheesy pops the way forward. It always has been. It's it, it's a staple, mate. Now, I know. And uh, our, our next one is a stats man. He he loves to chase a ball around a match for about five minutes, then give up, then go for another five minutes chasing balls. It's David Hockney. <laughs> uh, it's not in the context you sound. That is a Rocket League reference. So just be <laughs> trying to nobody try and edit or twist that to make it sound dirty. <laughs> Ah, every team's got to have a ball chaser, Hockney. It's just, it's just <laughs> you this time round. Uh, I've, I've been shaking things up a bit. You know, I'm getting good at being a goalkeeper and just generally being a like just a a left back, a good left back. <laughs> left back in the changing rooms, more like. Yeah, no, let's very, crack yep, on. Yep, yep, very good. Let's let's crack on. So it's been a entertaining week as always in the regarding the draft, and we'll just batter right into the top three in third place. Probably someone that no one would have predicted being in the top three at all during this time. Even even retaining this NXT Championship, it's Adam Cole with Baby. five points. Are you are you cheering Adam Cole after what happened? Is that is that what I'm hearing correctly? Hey, he's he may not be on my team, but you know what? He's still Adam Cole, still one of my favourites. Aye, uh, very true. How you how do you feel with this, Scott? But Adam Cole breaking it into the top three of the week. Hey. It's not that he wouldn't like get points this season, but yeah, I agree with you. It's a surprise that he's even in the top three, given that it felt like such a, a foregone conclusion that he was going to lose the NXT title at some point. I think there's still plenty of time to do so. I think given the things that are going on with the Dream, it's still too early to tell what's really the truth behind these allegations. So I think NXT is just, they did the right thing and covered their bases and not putting the title on him as much as it might hurt Dave's team. I think it's a it's a wise decision overall, like outside of the draft, and it's good to see Adam Cole in the top three, and just it makes it even more interesting to see like who is he eventually going to drop it to, because it feels like at the moment he's went through basically everybody that he can in NXT. Yes, but the only kind of maybe saving grace for Hockney here is that it was it was maybe a bit of a shenanigans way of retaining the title with like Dexter Lewis obviously trying to help him and. Yeah, a bit of referee getting knocked and all that, but mm. we digress. We go on to probably the two folk we talk about most this week, joint first with nine points, Drew McIntyre and Charlotte Flair. Dave, 
as I said, we say it all the time. You know, these two are probably going to be in your top three nearly every week. Mm-hmm. How vital a pick are these for Scott and Grant during the draft? You know what? I mean, I thought Drew was going to be the 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 major pick for this season, but it turns out it is actually Charlotte Flair because with these consistent appearances on NXT and like as we mentioned, she's going to appear on Raw as well. And the fact that she had a successful title defense, actually, she didn't quite have a successful defense, did she? Because she lost by disqualification. Yeah, like Charlotte Flair is doing absolute wonders uh, for Scott's team as his captain as well. You know, she may not have won this week, but she's still uh, very clear at the top of the table this season with 25 points uh, total. So she, she's going to continue to, you know, prove vital for his team. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm thinking she might not be on pay-per-views as much being the NXT champion, women's champion and all that, but she's still going to appear twice a week. Scott, you must be over the moon with Charlotte sitting at the top and Harry's her captain. Yeah, because like I said, I did notice like Dave said that she is top pick overall this season uh, with 25 points and Drew and Alistair Black at 20 and 16 respectively, not far behind her, which you'd expect. And I think that's why those three are all were so sought after in the first round of it. The thing I was annoyed about with Charlotte was that, yes, she retained and all that, but she technically lost by DQ, and that cost me one or two points, and you might think, well, it's only a couple of points. Yes, but in that, when you look at the top ten, I was literally, I was Nathan Fisher, I was one point away from taking the top <laughs> behind a very, a very smug prick that I happen to live with at the moment. So, you know... Just looking at his stupid face when he sees that I was just, he's still ahead, even if it is by one point. But Charlotte is doing wonders for me. And, like, I know she may be carrying the team for now, but I think it's a matter of time before some of my other picks really start to show their potential here and, like, what I wanted from them. And it's weird that Charlotte isn't going to be on Money in the Bank because I thought she'd be the only, there's no other person on my team who, who could probably show up at Money in the Bank. And Charlotte's on the poster, but not advertised for any sort of match for the show. Yeah, it's, uh, it's maybe maybe there'll be some shenanigans with a, a cash-in, and she'll be cashed in on, who knows? But we'll have to tune in and find out. But as always, we'll get into the top ten. And sitting lowly, 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 lowly down at the bottom, it's our quarantine dream himself. It's David Hockney mm. sitting with 18 points. You mm. must be ecstatic, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm doing cartwheels at the minute. I totally. Uh, you know what? I was banking on a Velveteen Dream winning, and unfortunately, it's let me down in the same way that Shayna Baszler let Scott down at WrestleMania. Aye, but it's, a, it's still early days yet, Dave. You never know. You never know. But um, I'm, I'm reveling in it. And I've still got a transfer window to look forward to. Aye, so sitting ninth place, Gary Kerrigan with 23 points. We've got our our newbie Ryan Gallagher at 24 points in 8th place Al McLucas and Daniel are tied 6th with 30 relegation liquidation still the same fantasy team is tied with the powers that be at 4th place with 31 points Stephen Wilson who refused to turn up to the show this week after we called him out with the shenanigans that's happened with Shayna Baszler maybe we'll appear another that we don't know but honestly do not hold your breath folks Grant Playing a blinder, 36 points. Can't argue with a good fresh start for a newbie. Uh, Scott, sitting on 40 with second, just one point behind your older brother, Ross, who's sitting pretty at the top of 41 points. Mm. To be honest, there's not much in it. 
given you know where everybody's placed, you know, I think between third and seventh, there's only six points in it. So one big win can could literally change the entire table. I know. I mean, I also, you're you're a bit out of it now, Dave. But it's for, good from like now. Alan onwards. Alan onwards, it's doing all right. For <laughs> now, for now, maybe. But you know, it's you know what? I'm not really that fussed if I'm being honest. Like I, I knew my team was going to be cursed right from the word go, and I might as well just sit back and you know just see how it pans out. I can still make big plays if things go awry, and you know. Ross and Alan can kick me di- kick me while I'm down, but you know what? I'm not going to rise to it. I'm just going to keep calm and carry on. I mean, I thought it was a, a far fall when you went from the favourite last season to seventh, and when you think there's no further to fall, you find out that you, potentially your your captain's been up to no good, and you fall <laughs> even further. But you can't blame me for having you know, all this this bad luck on me that's basically out with my own control. So I'm not putting myself at fault for any of this, if I'm being honest. And when the transfer window comes around, I'm going to capitalise on making these changes. And, you know, I might as well just start with a clean slate. You know, I might be saying second, but I'm, I'm, it's surprising that I'm holding a, that, that top of position even with Charlotte and maybe like the Kashida and Lance Archer doing like getting singles wins this week because tag team wise I've got fuck all this season yeah, and, I will, same. and it looks like I will get fuck all until I get the, to the transfer window because uh, one of the Usos has went and got himself injured and I'll be out for at least six months. Yeah, both Scott, you and I, and also Ryan are doing terrible with tag teams at the minute because there's been no sign of the Young Bucks or Indus share since the. Uh, since the draft started either. So we're all suffering from tag team losses. But uh, amazingly, what I've just noticed is that Daniels, two people in Daniels team still need to get points on the board. Yet he's sitting comfortably with 30 points. So, you know, and that's all partly down to, you know, Keith Lee being his captain. And he's got a big surge of points with Adam Cole successfully retaining. Mm hmm. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't expect Daniel to get up much further, though. You know what I mean? Like Adam Cole won't be wrestling much. Keith Lee, I don't know. He he might have a couple of matches, but I'll probably be a dead horse in a sense every week. He's it's a it's just a boring team, isn't it? What I don't know. I don't ever see him breaking the top half. As, as, he's sick, isn't he? He's sick. So yeah, yeah. I don't see him break the top half now. Nah. I mean, I don't Daniel, know. Well, Daniel's like Natalia, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. And she's the worst performing Raw pick at the moment with zero. <laughs> mm. You never, I think, you know, given that Io Shirai has been now back in the NXT women's title picture and it looks like this program with her, Charlotte, and now Rhea Ripley is getting involved, I don't see this being being over just yet. So you never know. Um, maybe on the NXT women's title front, Daniel could get points uh, from Io Shirai. Very true. But then again... Rear Ripley's back, isn't she? And that will do. That's mm-hmm. that's doing, going to do grand, absolute wonders. And obviously, uh, your AEW Women's Champs back, and then he's got Hikaru Shida yep. involved in that. Grant is Grant is definitely one to watch out for here. He's he's done amazing with his picks, mm, especially Drew. Like I think Drew was a, a hot commodity right from the word go, and he just pounced on it. So you know, mm-hmm. fair play to Grant for. 
you know, having the wherewithal to to nag the WWE champion at first opportunity. I mean, I know you talk about Money in the Bank this Sunday, you think about how that will affect the table. I think like anybody can be like one big win away from like like going to the top of the table. I think when we're doing this next week, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Grant back at number one uh, with a successful defence from Drew against Seth. And the way the last few weeks have been going, Drew's been a consistent factor on Raw. So you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just an appearance point for the following night's Raw, I think that could be enough to help bring Grant back up to number one. Yeah, plus he got a, a win over Murphy this week on Raw, so that just adds to his uh, point tally. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, money in the bank is kind of the big thing. It's our first pay per view in this draft season, so there's a, there's a lot of points to be to be had here. What I think is very interesting about this is at the moment now it seems like Alistair Black was the favourite for ages, and now AJ Styles has returned and slid his way into the being mm. the favourite as well. I think this could go one of two ways. Either Alistair Black wins the men's mind in the bank, which could really help Ross and help him, help him maintain that lead he's, he's got at the moment. Or AJ wins, and at the moment I don't think anybody's got AJ because we didn't know when he was going to be back. Mm-hmm. So if AJ wins the money in the bank, I think come the transfer window, he's going to be somebody that people try and get on their team to help boost their points a little bit. Definitely. I always have... I was when I when I came to the final round of the draft, and I thought, right, I'm going to go Owens, Styles, or Orton. And I thought, right, these are these three have me picked. And I thought, right, well, Owens won his Money in the Bank match, no WrestleMania match. Sorry, surely he's got to be something good going for him. And I picked him, unbeknown to myself, that he's having to go get surgery on his ankle. I mean, so I've, I've put myself in a rock and a hard place with him. You'd have, you'd have been better off picking Orton because he's back on this week's roll. He's back as well, yeah. At his edge, yeah. So uh, he's if come draft, he's probably one that I might might seem to get shifted on. But would you believe that me and Alan are tied first for our tag team picks with six points, and I picked mm-hmm. Miz and Morrison's who lost the tag titles the night oh, I drafted them. I was going to say, well, with, but Ralph wasn't official, so it was kind of a yeah. saving grace because you avoided losing any points. So I say, Miz and Morrison seem to be doing not bad for me so far, but they'll end up breaking up at one point, sure they will. And the only thing is, if they get in a feud together, hopefully I may still get a point if they're both on the screen at the same time. I, I don't know, but we'll see how that goes. Now I've got Brody Lee is going to be in a world title match at double or nothing in a few weeks as well. That's mm-hmm. blinder I pick. Cross will be hopefully scorching a few folk. Every week, um, I still feel pretty confident, even though I'm tied fourth. And you've got um, the exalted one, Brody Lee, who has just announced he's challenging John Moxley for the AEW World Title at Double or Nothing. So yeah, that's you know, exactly that, what that, I said. So you just said that, Dave. That's just exactly what I said. Sorry, <laughs> just cut that out. No, keep it. No, we're keeping that in. Keep it in. Keep it in. So uh, for folks that don't know either, money in the bank points-wise is going to be counted as if it's a title win. So obviously, I've got Shayna Baszler in mind. So if that wins, I think what will that be like fourteen points, ten points, or something? I'd get if Shayna Baszler won that. Yeah, uh, title defense is uh, four points. So you would get, and obviously because she's your captain on yeah, a pay-per-view. You would get 16, I believe. 
Even even to Billy Andrew for us if he wasn't such a shite bag. Like when we invited him on, the goodness of our heart to answer for his mistakes. Someone that I want to talk about is Alan, though. Alan picked Becky Lynch as his captain, and it's it's bewildered me thinking about it, considering Cody was at this tournament. If you think about Cody, Cody would be in like 26 points right now. Mm-hmm. He'd be top table if he was captain. But he picked Becky Lynch, who hasn't appeared since. It's, mm. it's confused me a bit. Well, she, she is going to be back on this week's Raw. They've announced it uh, ahead of time. And they basically said she's going to confront the winner of Women's Money in the Bank, which basically gives away it's going to be a raw woman that wins it. Yeah. And I think it's just it's just part of Alan's partner because I think he's he's picked the wrong captain before, and it's I know he realised that when it was too late. I think he did it in season three when he made the mistake of putting Hangman Page as his captain over Kevin mm. Owens. I mean, I mean, I've you could argue that I've maybe done the same. I could be I could have about eight more points if I picked Brody Lee as my captain. So that may be something to, depending on what happens with money in the bank, if, if she wins and cashes in straight away, might see a cadence change from me in the hope that Brody Lee might win. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Obviously, it's all, all up in there. We're all excited about money in the bank. Stephen's mm. got a tail defence as well against Tamina. You know, he's expected to lose the belt there, so he might lose a couple of points. But You think, you think Tamina's going to... Take the title from Bailey? Of course not. That was sarcasm. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I wasn't I wasn't sure if you were being serious for a minute there. <laughs> I mean, my only uh, saving grace for Money in the Bank is as I've got Nia Jax, who could very well be a dark horse in the Money in the Bank match, because everybody's thinking, oh, it's, it's going to be Shayna or Asuka that wins it. But you know what? I think that's those two are far too obvious. I think WWE needs to throw us a curveball here and give it to Nia Jax. Which would do brilliant for me. Well, I think really Nia and Shane are the two obvious ones. And if they were going to do a curveball, Asuka would kind of be the curveball because of the way she's been booted recently. Like, and just kind of showing into a tag team for ages and not really being the single star that we would expect her to be on the main roster. So I think either way, so you, Jack, or Ross could really benefit from the women's winning the bank, which means in Steiner Mass, there is a 66 and two third percent chance. Someone that could uh, benefit from the men's money in the bank as well is Gary. Obviously, he's got Daniel Bryan, and if if you're having a SmackDown person to win it, Daniel Bryan's probably your your bet to win, and that that do him a world of good as well. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, I've just noticed as well. Like Stephen is having a mare with tag teams at the minute because he's obviously picked heavy machinery, but all we've seen since WrestleMania is Otis in singles competition. So, uh, I think Stephen's made a, a bit of a, a faux pas here with picking Heavy Machinery as his tag team because I think if he just stuck with Otis, he could be uh, much higher up the table. And at the minute he's tied with you, Jack. I will get up him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't come to the show, bad luck happens. I'll eagerly await the day that Stephen Wilson decides to come on, come on this show as where I get to grill him about why I haven't got six points folk folk might think it's petty that I've not got these six points right but I've said it in the raw report it's an unjust towards myself that I've not got this everyone else would have went for it as well if they were in my position and it's it's only fair it's only fair 
mean, the draft points are like Tesco. Every little helps, you know. Every little does help. Uh, I, I would actually like to throw another fact out there just while we're here. Uh, the only two players in this draft so far that where every member of their team has scored points are Ross and Gary. Everybody else has at least one pick that has not scored any points. And meanwhile, Ross is sitting at the top of the table comfortably, whereas Gary, you know, he's all the way at ninth. That's actually quite interesting, to be fair, because I was thinking I was have there was a I was a few I was like the first week I think I was doing that bag only had like two folk in my team actually get points. Mm-hmm. But I was quite high up. You now everyone but Owens. The only thing about my team is that probably everyone in my team are now but Owens is going to be on TV every week, so I'm going to be a slow burner and getting points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm having a mare with Sammy Zane at the minute because apparently he's uh, he's self isolating because of the of the the quarantine. And well, you're picking an iron ginger, you pay the consequences. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I remember he was like he was like refusing just to turn up because of the whole thing. Yeah, apparently so. So I've I've made a I made an arse of that one. Ah uh, well, saying that's what I said to Stephen. Get up, you hotney. Mm. I think that's that just about does it, doesn't it? We've covered everything that we we need to. A bit of a shorter one. We've not we've not waited in a kind of mm. a rant, or we've not had a guest on to talk. It's, that's that's been about it, boys. What what else can we say except good luck on Sunday? Yeah, we, good luck with money in the bank. We all we all need I, it. I was gonna say I, I've got no chance of money in the bank because. Best I can hope for is to try and bullshit my way into an appearance point for Charlotte because she's on the poster, but none of my team is on. Is on so you should, put, you should put your faith in me to do the host team well for Money in the Bank. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because Naya's not going to win. Let's, let's just be real. Uh, I can get Maybe Miz and Morrison will get the tag titles back. Who knows? Spoken like a true pessimist. I'm going to have a quiet confidence with Nia Jackson this. <laughs> See, so the way that they're doing this in W headquarters and it's being pre-taped has me thinking Naya's going to be taken out in spectacular fashion. Like she's going to run at somebody, they're going to move, and she's going to go like, through a big plastered wall or something like that. Who in their right mind is going to be able to take out Nia Jax, who is literally the most powerful and probably biggest woman on the roster? I mean, there's five women there that could probably whip her. Yeah, it's five on one Plus, they say that every year about the Big Show. How can anyone take it the Big Show in the Royal Rumble? And he's always successfully done by one person. <laughs> there we go. As we've got silence from Dave, we weave everyone. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about how, how well Money in the Bank's done myself when I've won the Money in the Bank women's case and the tag titles have came back to Jack. And we'll see how well Grant gets on up the table. It was inevitable Drew win. So... Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch you down the road.